Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership, where we connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important topics to help us on our journey towards greater significance. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. Like you, Leadership expert and author Lori Sudbrink has seen effective leadership that makes people want to step up and do more. And she has seen downright terrible leadership that only inspires people to tell stories of the monstrous boss they have. So what does it take to be effective? Is it power, authority, an impressive title? Of course not. It's about doing the right thing, even in the face of the most challenging of times. It's about not wimping out. With almost three decades of executive coaching, leadership training, speaking, and most importantly, real-life business experience, Lori is known for her ability to connect with people through her fusion of real-life stories and her practical approach that hit home at an intense and intimate level. Lori is the author of Leading with Grit, endorsed by Ken Blanchard, author of The One Minute Manager, and Don Miguel Ruiz, author of The Four Agreements. Leading with Grit was nominated for Leadership Book of the Year with L&MB Magazine and featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, AMA, Training Magazine, and more. Our interview will continue after messages from our sponsors. Did you know that a great accountant can double your business and save you tens of thousands of dollars every single year? But it's hard to find the good ones. That's where Accountant Hires comes in. They match you with an exceptional accountant in just seven days. Every accountant in their network is rigorously tested and vetted, so you can focus on what matters. Hire a top accountant today at Accountant Hires. Go to masterleadership.org forward slash A-H. That's masterleadership.org forward slash A-H. If you want to make money and change lives by selling your knowledge online, do not launch an online course. Only 6% of those are ever completed. Create instead your own branded app and launch the ultimate learning experience that sells. Passion.io is a drag-and-drop platform where you create interactive content to sell using your own branded app. Forget any tech hassles. You deserve a platform that makes it easy. You can move your existing clients, you can reach new clients, or you can even swap your online course for something that actually works. Delight clients with downloadable and even live content. You can trigger instant action using push notifications, generate more revenue with single-touch payment, and you can stream across all devices. Best yet, 
Try it for free for 14 days. Go to masterleadership.org forward slash passion and get started today. Welcome, Lori Sudbrink. How are you? Thank you. I am really doing great and I appreciate you bringing me on your show. Well, we're excited to have you. And I love the background that you have. It matches my blooming Japanese tree here. It does. You know, I'll tell you real quickly, I got that background because I was trying to hide the rest of my house before I had moved and gotten an office. And I really love it. So now I just put it behind me. <laughs> Anywhere you go, right? You carry it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in an office now, but that's my backdrop. <laughs> love it. Love it. So Lori, we're excited to have you on our podcast. Are you ready to pour into our listeners? Yes, I am eager. Awesome. All right. So Lori, tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. I'll start with saying that my path is, um, it was probably a little more on the rebellious side. I wasn't always eloquent about it. That took a lot of intentional work through the years. But, you know, from the time I was young, I remember standing up for the kid that was being picked on on the school bus. You know, I was that annoying kid asking lots of questions in the classroom. I was the one like pointing out the issues at work and asking, why aren't we doing what we said we were going to do? And, you know, I don't think I ever thought of myself as a leader. I just couldn't sit quietly by and watch. And I did and I do care so much about people. And so I do my best to help people like consider things differently. And so I didn't start my career as a formal leader. I was raising my daughter. I was taking college classes, you know, part-time. I was working full-time on the factory line. And as opportunities came up, I applied and I eventually made it to the office side, you know, where I landed a clerical position in HR. And from there, I just kept looking for how I could add value. You know, I really, in layman's terms, I was bored and wanted to do more. You know, I wanted to get in and make an impact. And I wore many hats throughout the years in different positions. And I eventually ended up starting the training department. And so I managed the training function there. In 1999, after the company had announced that it was filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy, I decided, all right, it's time. I had been kind of yearning to do something on my own. I, I wanted to do more. I wanted to start my own business and stuff. And so I thought I was going to start my own business. And then I got tempted by a company that said, hey, come and manage our training function here. Um, and they sold software training programs. And I loved it at first. Um, I probably was only there about four or five months because it was one of those jobs where you felt like you had a lot of responsibility, but not a lot of authority. Oh, <laughs> and I learned, frustrating. Oh yeah, my gosh. <laughs> you feel like your hands are tied behind your back and you just can't do what you really want to do. And so long story short, I finally started my business in 1999, which is Unlimited Coaching Solutions. And really it's about changing lives through leadership. And I built a team of six full-time people and we started right at the dot-com bust. <laughs> and then I went through 9-11, went through the recession of 2009. I ended up restructuring after that for a number of reasons. One was the recession was tough. Um, and it was also, I had two brothers take their lives and it was such oh my gosh, sorry. Yeah, it was a, wow. just a tragic, horrible time. And it did though, you know, it made me step back and go, what's really important in life? You know, what do I really want out of life? And so, you know, that was one of the toughest times. It was also a transition time, a pivotal time. And 
you know, just throughout all of this, I think if I look back over it all, it's like, I've been focused on trying to change lives through leadership and whether it's formal or informal leadership, as I'm sure you can appreciate, you know, it's like, you might not have that formal position of leadership, but it's, do you step into that role? And that's why I ended up creating the grit formula. So I authored uh, Leading with Grit back in 2015. And the grit formula, grit stands for generosity, respect, integrity, and truth. And it's grit without the collateral damage. And there's a lot of, you know, leaders that can be pretty gritty. They can just like really, you know, go after something. But what happens is they can leave collateral damage to themselves. They can not be balanced and stress themselves out, or they can also end up, you know, collateral damage with their people. So the formula of generosity, respect, integrity, and truth, it starts with truth so that we can get to authentic generosity. So I invert that acronym and start with truth so that we can end up with generosity and grit. And so it starts inside and, you know, it's about being that leader that people want to follow. They don't feel like they have to follow you. You're doing the things because it's the right things to do. And it does have to start inside. And that's why we start with truth. So now I am more of a solopreneur, I guess you would call myself. I used to travel a lot before the last two years, but I have people that work with me. They also have other clients too, they're 1099. So that's pretty much where I am now with the business. Wow. You told your story so well, your leadership journey. I love it. And you ended with grit. Um, and it's funny because as you were telling your story, there's a lot of things that we have in common. What kept coming up for me was how resilient you are. Um, and that's very connected to grit. And it, it just makes sense that you ended here. Um, and I love that acronym, generosity, respect, integrity, and truth. Those are pillars of authentic, effective leadership. Oh, thank you, Lily. I know, you know, when people like you and I get together, it's like you do, you have so much in common and you can feel it, you know, <laughs> energy. That's exciting. So tell us about where can we connect with your organization? I know you have some assessments. Um, so, so tell us more about that. Yeah, sure. So I created a grit assessment. It's a self-assessment. It's not a test. If you go to leadingwithgrit.com forward slash grit dash assessment that will take you right to the assessment and it probably takes maybe 10 minutes and you get the results yourself it's for your own self-reflection as we know self-reflection is so so critical for leadership and this allows you an opportunity to kind of dig deeper to see what might be driving you what might be holding you back on things again whether you're in a formal or an informal leadership position. And then you can hop on my website. It's Leading with Grit or Lori Sudbrink will take you to the same place. I don't want to confuse things, but those both drive to the same website. And so if you go to lorisudbrink.com slash shop, or you just go on there, you can look at products. You can see the book. We do have a special, a Kindle version for 99 cents right now. So your listeners can get that for 99 cents and audio is available. The paperbacks available. So you can get any of that. And one thing I noticed on your site, I have a planner for grit and self-reflection and you have a journal for leadership, which I love. So I was looking at that going, this is so awesome. We do have a lot in common. 
that self-reflection, yeah. So I was looking through your website. You also have a train the trainer. Like those things are, are so important because you amplify your voice, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. You know, I believe in spreading this too and helping other people to be able to reach you know, the people that they're with. So I do help other people learn how to do this training. I train the trainer. I also help people become certified in the DISC tool, which is a personality assessment. And so I'll go into organizations and do retreats and do training and stuff like that. I, you know, these days I'm doing a lot more one-on-one coaching. And as you can probably relate, you know, more online and Zoom training, so to speak. But yeah, definitely there to help other people with how can they, you know, impact their workplace, whether you're a trainer, an HR person, maybe you're, you know, have a business of about 100 employees and you're the owner and you don't have anybody in HR, but you want, you know, to know how can I, you know, do some of this, whether it's more shoestring budget, you know, or you want to bring somebody in. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, we're recovering from the global pandemic, COVID-19, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're all like, we think we are. We're not sure. (laughs) But I'm certain you've learned a couple of things. Can you share some quotes, advice, or practice that have helped you most during crisis? Absolutely. You know, one of my favorites is through any crisis, and I've been through a lot of them, especially when I don't feel like I have control. It's that biblical, this too shall pass, you know, just taking a deep breath. And speaking of which, this isn't a quote, but doing like some really deep breathing helps me tremendously when I'm going through crisis and stress. So parasympathetic breathing, look that up and do that because that's huge. But, you know, it's realizing that we don't have control of a lot of things and there is going to be yin and yang and ups and downs. And I'm not talking about completely sticking our head in the sand or bowing out of it, but it's letting things play out too, right? And not holding on too tightly to these things. There's one more favorite quote that I have too. It's Winston Churchill, which, you know, whether you follow him or not, which I'm not a huge follower, but I just love the, it's the persistence again. It's never, never, never give in, you know? And that's about staying true to yourself, even during crisis, even when things get tough, it's going to be easy to like, oh, I'm just going to do this because it's short term or it's easier. We've got to stick to our priorities and not just get sidetracked by our preferences, right? And that to me is hard. It can be scary. It can fear creeps in, you know? And so maybe like, you know, it's that courage that we have to get. But those are two of the things that I continue to learn, you know, and it helps me through these tough times. You know, I'm not surprised that that Winston Churchill quote is so important to you, never given, because that's who you are, right? Um, I love this too shall pass. And one of the things that that has helped me to do too, when you're going through really good times as well, it's remembering this too shall pass. So Mm -hmm. let me be present and let me really take it in and be grateful for that great moment because this too shall pass, right? We know that. Love that. I love that, Lily. That is just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Those are great quotes. Thank you. Now, as a lifelong learner, Lori, what are you learning right now? 
you know, one thing I am learning, but I won't get into on this podcast is more about current events, you know, more about what's going on. I'm looking at our history. I'm, I'm diving deeper into the Bible, the constitution, you know, I'm, I'm continuously working on myself as to not be judgmental, you know, to more fully understand and appreciate where people are coming from, even though being okay with having my own opinion, but still not letting that blind me. I think that's my lifelong journey too, is to to be open in that way, you know, just to be present, but, you know, don't get angry and don't try to control too much of things. I think, you know, holding on to your faith too and realizing that you do the best that you can in this situation and the rest of it, you've got to let play out, as I said before. You know, I love that not being judgmental because as human beings, that's what we become, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a never ending process, right? Because I focus on not being judgmental. And then every single day I see where I'm judgmental. Um, but that's <sighs> super important, especially nowadays, when we need to connect deeper. Yes. And part of what disconnects us is when we as human beings become judgmental, and we just assign bad intent, right? And so we need to do the opposite and assign good intent to people. You know, and also thinking if they knew better, they would do better, right? Um, yes, I love that, yeah. You know, yeah. and that applies to me too. And yeah. having that patience with myself. Exactly, you know, and I think that too, it's hard sometimes to stand in your space, stay strong with your principles and balance that with not being judgmental, right? Like that's the delicate part. That's the part of continuing to really be present and self-reflect and learn from yourself. And I think one of the best gauges is to see where your energy is. If you're getting like angry and frustrated, then you're probably getting too judgmental, right? <laughs> yes. So that's something to look at. I know about faith and I have faith in God, but there are things that I have to be open to learning. I don't know it all, you know, and that's one yes. of the things that, especially if you're a Bible reader or you have that thread in your life that we don't know it all. And so we have yeah. to be careful and tread lightly because there are things we just don't know that we think we know solidly and we don't. What I really believed in 10 years ago has changed. And so being open to learning from everybody. So, yeah, you know, just real quickly, and it's once we grasp that it's more about the journey, right? And the learning yes. than getting there and being perfect and being right. It makes it so much more enjoyable. Absolutely. So Lori, when you think of leadership today, what most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? Yeah. So let's start with what most concerns me. I think what most concerns me is that leaders, you know, people in leadership positions, let's put it that way, people in leadership positions really have the courage to stand up for things, to speak out, to tell the truth, to not bend, as I said earlier, to preferences, but stick to priorities in the long game and the long haul and stay true to their values. You know, and I think that's really, really difficult to do right now. And it's not being rewarded as much as it's being almost ridiculed and you cancel culture and, and all of that. So I think it's that courage being able to go through that is what I'm most concerned with and what I'm most hopeful for. And I saw a lot of this happening even before our shutdown and what's been happening in our world. It's that the willingness of people to be vulnerable, to be real, to say, I'm not perfect, to say, 
you know, this is me and this happened to me and I fell down and I got dirty and I got back up and I brushed myself off and I, you know, and this is what I learned and I don't need to be perfect. I need to keep learning and growing and sharing with people, um, but not making the same mistake over and over again, obviously. Right. So that vulnerability component, all the things that you mentioned in grit. So that's important. Now you have an option here. You can take a question from a former guest, or you can share a challenge or a struggle that you learned from. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's do a question from a guest because I love spontaneity. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we have a question from Kathy Guggenauer. She wants to know, what do you look for in a team member? Mm. The top core values or core yeah. that you look for. I would say, you know, that willingness, going right back to what we just said, that willingness to be vulnerable, to be open, to be able to, you know, share and listen and to engage in disagreements and conflict and just that openness and not afraid to be yourself. And those are the people that help you to grow as well, right? Yes. Yeah, so yes, they make us a better leader, don't they? Love that. Yeah, those, those people who push back. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, Lori, as a listener of this podcast, what's a question that you would like to ask a future leadership guest? Like, what are you curious about? I'm curious to go a little bit deeper and say, you know, whether what you've learned from the people you've worked with or you yourself. What really is holding you back when you end up not doing the right thing? You know, what is it? What's stopping you from doing the right thing in that moment? It may be a form of fear, but let's go, you know, I'd love to hear that deeper. I'd love to hear that conversation. Love that question. Now, would you answer that? Yeah, let's answer it. Because it definitely is fear for me. And it would be, I think, fear of being ridiculed or not accepted you know, being ostracized in some way, being cut off from my tribe and being canceled in some way. I think that's probably what would stop me in a moment if I did, you know, get off track. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, Lily, that we do, we all get off track. We're not perfect. You know, even you and I that teach this stuff and talk about this stuff, of course, you know, it's not about being perfect. It's about being able to look at it and go, Ooh, Yikes, you know, apologize if we need to clean up the mess, but yeah. Right. So, so I'm going to answer it too. Good. <laughs> what really is holding you back when you end up not doing the right thing? Or when I'm faced with a situation of doing this or that, and I know that what I have to do takes courage. And I would say the same thing. I would say it would be fear. And I know that I have to go through a process one, to identify those emotions that come up, you know, because fear comes up. And when I'm afraid, sometimes it just shows up as anger. So, you know, having that process and knowing or having those tools to know that, hey, <laughs> something deeper is going on here. Why am I feeling this? But one of the key things that I do is I have an inner circle that I call because sometimes I don't see clearly when I have so much fear or have the anger or have all those emotions and I need to tap into my inner circle to help me process that. 
I don't know if you do the same thing. I'm sure you do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't call it inner circle. I love that term. I call it my tribe and it's the right. same thing, you know, and it is, and it, I don't feel like it happens as a formal process or anything, but it's like, I know who I need to call and talk out loud and process through this. And, you know, and you bring up such a valuable point for people that we need each other, you know, and we need to be able to have these kind of very transparent conversations with people that we trust and, you know, in order to be able to self-reflect ourselves. I'm more of an external processor and that really helps me sometimes going in a room and just thinking about something will drive me crazy. You know, I'll get deeper down the wrong hole. It's better to, to go and talk to that tribe or inner circle. I love that. Lori, thank you so much for sharing that. Now, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? The thing I would like to share, especially right now today, and I'm not sure when, you know, exactly this will be aired or what's going on. So in any time of crisis in our lives, it's so important not to lose who we are. It's so important to stay true to who we are and remember to enjoy the journey. And I know that can be very hard at certain times. But, you know, going back to something that you had said earlier, Lily, it's just being grateful for this moment, for this opportunity, for this life that we have and doing the best that we can with what we have. I love how you bring us back to don't lose who we are, don't lose sight of who we are. You bring us back to enjoying the journey and remembering that we're, you know, we need to be grateful. I want to actually thank you for adding value to me and to our listeners you are so easy to talk to. Oh, I thought likewise. I mean, I just, I really enjoyed our conversation. And for the audience's sake, this is the first time we've talked. You know, I really enjoyed it. And thank you for the value. And thank you for providing this for people. And, you know, I listened to your past podcasts and can't recommend them enough. And I would say, go get your journal because that uh, self-reflection is important. So thank you so much. Have an amazing day. Thanks, Lily. You too. Bye-bye. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.